What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Balls, Sticks, and Fists. It's your favorite show without an intro, and we are live. I'm your host, Keaton, joined by my co-host, Sam. Sam, how are you doing on this fine Wednesday afternoon? Terrible. Why? Why is that? Why is that? I think you know why, because we were one of 16 on third down. Oh, is that? that that's That was the third down conversion rate, one for 16. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Well, we got a lot to a lot to talk about. So without further ado, let's get into it. Let's start off with the with the big game of the weekend. Ohio State twenty, Penn State twelve. What were your initial thoughts on the game? Um the defense is really good. Both defenses are really good, but the quarterbacks for both teams really played terrible the entire game. It's like we're going from a quarterback that can make every single throw on the field with like pinpoint accuracy, and then you go yeah. through. Then you go to a quarterback who like you don't know where the you you see him unload and you have no idea where this ball is going to go. It just like makes you appreciate C.J. Stroud so much more. I mean, obviously Drew's a lot more talented than uh, Clifford was, but Clifford made all the throws. He just turned the ball over, like. Yeah, I mean, uh, Clifford was like a risk taker, you know. Yeah, and obviously, like, pretty solid quarterback as he's this second string quarterback on. Yeah, on, he wasn't a backers, you know. He got a lot of hate for just them not beating a good, like, a top team. Well, now, now you got that. You got a perfect game manager who won't take any risk, and so, I don't know he, so he's not, he's not, he's not turning over the ball, you know. He's just I not. Mean, the throws were there. He just was not completing them. Yeah. I mean, you can tell Ohio State was uh they went like cover zero a good good bit with like no I mean, safe, with no safety over over the top. Penn State lacks like elite receivers. Like I mean, Lambert Smith's good, but like he's not great. Yeah. I don't know. I mean he did get open like I think Three plays off the top of my head, he was like pretty open and like for decent play, and uh, a largest missed him. What was that first drive? He ran the, the comeback. comeback. He ran the comeback, and Clifford, I mean not Clifford, fucking Drew stepped up in the pocket, but like when he stepped up, he, he ran adjust- into the back. He never adjusted his shoulders. He, like no, he like adjusted his shoulder, but his arm angle like came across his bot. He was like trying to like anticipate the throw. Yeah. Instead of like putting it on him. But his anticipation put the ball like five yards or five to eight yards in front of, in front yeah. of his receiver into the ground. And then you have the tip ball, but then the you remember the out route, like after like the two they started actually running the ball good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was a third down and that out route it, to the sidelines when he sailed it. Over his head. You know what I'm talking about? Are you talking about the one I I know one out route on a third down that he was. It might have been. On, it might have been. He was looking down, was, and then they ran on third, the third and eight. You know, I can't remember, but he sailed it way over his head, and he would have been like in the red zone. Because I know on the one third down he was late, like and Proctor like just broke on it. Yeah, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Theo Johnson one. Yeah, but I don't know. It was like not a very. It's not a classic game. game, but it was a tight game. Yeah, but 
it was a game where I never felt the game yeah. was like in danger of like getting away. Like it was like <clears throat> Kyle well, after like, that punt, I was like, okay, like we're at least gonna like do something to get a field goal here. Yeah. And I don't know, those play calls too were like every third down where I was like, okay, we're gonna like run it here, they passed. And like every third down where I was like, okay, we need to pass here, they ran. Well, everything was pretty predictable on Yeah. Like with the with the yards to go on the sticks, it was pretty predictable. Um, if they didn't get if they ran off first down, didn't get any yardage, the next two plays were probably gonna be passes. Or if they were so if they were in like a third and medium, they always try to like sneak a fast one with the run up the middle. Yeah. And, and like then, the one was a freaking QB draw. Like Drew yeah. doesn't run like that. Yeah, but you saw the breakdown on Twitter. He had the it was a good play call. Oh, it was a good play call. I just it's kind of a block that uh was it Singleton? Yeah. He needs to what do they call it? Like a rocket block or whatever. Like like just attack him instead of he, like he needs squaring to attack up. on like a rocket. Yeah as like a rocket straight out instead he like chopped his he chopped his feet slowed like everything like he down. was in pass protection yeah yeah you know you gotta i think it's called rocket block i could be like tri- I, there's a name for the type of block but you just gotta fucking like shoot shoot at yeah him. just so you don't slow the runner down yeah instead he clogged it they rallied to the ball and then it was fourth down i did like how like drew was like yeah i sucked like just taking accountability for it. Yeah, but all right. So I was listening to James post uh post game. Dude, his po- his press conferences have been awful. And uh yeah, besides we'll get into the Michigan science feeling, but he's he did you see his comments on that? He was like no well uh he was like <clears throat> well when you think you're like calling like a tough game, like not like a uh predictable game and then like it's like fourth and two and then they're in like cover two, you're like wondering Huh. How are they in? Co- how do they know? Like you know, like he was. Yeah. Like, I I gotta get the direct quote, but like he was like, it's he's like, well, when you think you're having an unpredictable play call, and like they're in like the perfect coverage for it, it's kind of like, uh. Yeah, but, like uh, who's running? Who's run on fourth and short? Who's running in cover too? Yeah, and then um, <clears throat> but he was saying how he wished like they ran the ball more. Yeah, and I don't understand, dude. They, he, ran the, they he was like, he was like, it was a one score game. I don't get why we didn't like run the run more. It's like James, get in your headset and like tell the OC run the ball, dude. They combined for twenty carries, and Singleton yeah. that second drive was busting off runs. I was like, okay, we're gonna keep this going, and then they threw like three straight times. It was just stupid, man. The problem is if they got behind the sticks or anything, they kind of abandoned the run like right off rip. Yeah, like besides two, when it was like two a, and three yard three yards on first down isn't that bad if you yeah. like get two or three yards again. And then it's third down and manageable, not third down and eight. Yeah. But it was uh I wish Kyle hit some more throws. Like I said, he had Cardinal Tate like wide open on the seam. If he throws that inside away from the defender, he's gone. Um he missed Marvin yeah. a couple times. Like, dude, yeah. Marvin because like Mar, we fed Marvin that first, uh, that first drive like heavy. Joel Klatt literally said that's like they're just gonna come out and throw it to Marvin every single play, basically, just to get what, him started. Yeah, and then and then like 
Kyle, I was like, oh, man, Kyle's starting off hot. Like, he started off, like, five for five, like, marched down the field, whatever, field goal. Because Penn State went three and out the first drive. Yeah, yeah. But, and then, like, the next couple drives, dude, Kyle was so off. Yeah. But it's like, he'll thread the needle. Like, that. he threaded the needle to Cardinal Tate on that one, like, and, but then he'll have a wide open guy. Yeah. And then, like, he's, like, almost, like, trying like not to miss him that he misses him you know but like when you're like trying like instead of like letting it loose he's like yeah. trying to like <clears throat> aim too much like he's just gotta like trust himself and like just like let it loose type thing. yeah and then uh we didn't see any down hated with trevion out we saw you guys, did you guys even like run the ball at all like <laughs> yeah we had that one we had that one drive with mine yeah we were finding success running inside that yeah. one drive. Uh ran it with Chip. So the only two backs we saw were Chip and Chip and uh Chip and Mayan. Yeah. And then they were running that uh that like one run play with Xavier Johnson, where he's like kind of in the slot, comes around. It's like not like a full end around, but it was a touchdown. It was a touchdown, but Ryan Day called a timeout right before it would have been a touchdown, but saw Ryan Williams ran it 24 times. What was it? 24 for what? 60. Yeah. Uh, Chip nine of 22. Nine yeah, for 22. And then Ryan Day comes out <clears throat> like yesterday. He goes, he goes, yeah, we hope to uh, get down the ball this weekend. Like, <laughs> like this weekend against Wisconsin and the comments are like, you're the head coach. Like you're the one calling. <laughs> yeah, the I know. Yeah. <laughs> It's like he's like he's like yeah we hope. <laughs> it's like he's acting like he has like no control. Who gets like the touches? Uh, actually, he gives uh actually like with the running back rotation, he gives a lot of responsibility to Tony Alford, the running back coach. But it's like sometimes Tony Alford just kind of like shoots himself in the foot with his. He like stay. I don't know. I don't know how yeah, I feel about him. Just That's stays loyal to his older guys. Yeah. I mean, how does uh, Penn State couldn't throw the ball and they threw it forty-two times? Like, yeah, the Drew, Drew times, should not throw it forty-two times in the any amount, game. The amount of times that they <clears throat> threw it, you would have thought that it was like a three-possession game. Yeah, like it was <laughs> one possession the entire game until like yeah. what the like six minutes left in the fourth. Yeah, and go for going for it on that fourth and three. Why don't you just punt it and let your defense try and make a play on the goal line? Like are um, like backed James, up in their own territory. James said if you punt it away, then they can just run out the clock and you could never touch the touch the ball again. That was his reasoning for it. That's so stupid. They couldn't even run the ball. <laughs> like, what do you mean? They yeah. would have to get first downs. Yeah. I don't know. It was just stupid. I don't know. It kind of came back to bite them being so conservative early off early in the season. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, I know Kyle hasn't been the, like, like an all-star, but, like, he's, like, been in tough positions, you know? Yeah. And you got to, like, let Drew make mistakes. Like, you can't just, like, be, like, oh, we're, like, protecting him. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're, like, you know, protecting him for, like, his, like, blah, blah, blah. I expect that all to change now. and And then, like, 
you like and drill you like drill that instill that in his brain it's like can't make a mistake can't make a mistake like yeah and then like you're playing like no offense you're not you guys aren't like playing like world beaters early in the season like you know like yeah, i mean we would score points just because they were better so like he can afford to make some mistakes like a young quarterback's gonna make mistakes yeah and like a especially a young quarterback's not gonna be like perfect so like let him make those mistakes let him learn from it at least put it on film so then he can learn from it and then you go into a top marquee matchup and you still like try and do the same shit yeah and then james james was even saying that, yeah they were playing some like cover one hole like we need to throw the ball down we need like take shots down the field i'm like dude you're like contradicting yourself like all over the place dude. i know like he, i mean <laughs> the only shot he took on the field was when lambert smith was blanketed on the sideline you remember that like yeah and it was like 10 yards out of bounds like or, no, it hit oh, off his oh, like oh you talking about caught, that one. He could have caught the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, well, he t- took another shot down the field, but it was more like a throwaway. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Theo Johnson had that one play that was. I mean, the tight nice end play, the thirty-four yard gain, and then they were running it, and I thought they would like catch some fire and score, and they just stalled out. Yeah. I mean, so you guys had a drive carried by the running backs, and the tight and tight ends. Those are the strengths of the team. I don't like and that's then, why I don't and then they disappeared the rest of the game. Yeah, it's just like what are you doing? Okay, here's the play. The they got the field goal. Six play, 39 yards. It was a f- first quarter, right? Yeah, because you got a field goal, then we got a field goal. Yeah. Singleton 20 yard run. Singleton 16 yard run. Then Drew got sacked. Pass incomplete. Singleton. That's when they ran it on the third down. Like the that's the, the the second and thirteen play was the play that Drew missed uh, Lambert Smith on an out route for getting the first down easily into the red zone. So like you run it for twenty yards, sixteen. Then why are you passing the next play? Yeah, and then you get behind the sticks and the drive's killed. Do you think that James Franklin will ever be over the hump? Or you think he's just like consistent, like ten and two or nine and three type of guy? Like everybody looks at this season, they're like, "Why are you hating on James? Like you're ten and two, because they beat like mediocre to bad teams for the ten yeah. wins, and then they lose." I mean, credit they are top five teams, but you can't beat them one time. Yeah, I mean the the twelve the twelve team playoff will definitely benefit Penn State. I don't think anybody will benefit more than them, honestly. Because you know they'll get in, but but then you're but playing, even then you're playing the, a top yeah, team. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> right, top team. So like, can you really? It's just gonna be more of the. I mean, the problem because, is with him because, losing right, right. to Ohio State early on was they did have like chances, and he just yeah. like. I mean, Ohio State had chances too. Like. No, I'm not. Had... I don't mean like this game. I mean like uh, in the past. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Those games, they would always have the lead in the fourth yeah. quarter. I mean, so whenever the thing <clears> goes <throat> to 12 teams, let's just like say like Penn State keeps on this like 10 and 2. And yeah. who know, you know, obviously tougher schedules ahead with some of the Pac 12 teams coming over. But like there's a good chance Penn State hosts a college football playoff game at Happy Valley because the university hosts like the first round. Yeah. The teams that don't get the bye. They host, 
they'll play like so, a freaking like Utah or something. So like they're someone's gonna come in town and then all this like you know what I'm saying like James losing to like them like <laughs> first first round of like the college football. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. Like, like I don't know. The defense is good enough to play with anybody. I feel like, like keep them in the game. Like I think they can keep like especially at home versus Michigan. They'll be in the game. It's just whether or not Drew makes the plays to like. I just don't know where they, where they uh, find offense. Offense and then Michigan. They got so many ways to attack you. You know, I like know, you can't like, load the box against them against the run with Blake because then JJ can make some throws down. You know, but I I'm more scared of Ohio State's receivers beating them. Like, yeah, do, all right. Do, can you imagine this Ohio State team with CJ Stroud? Oh, I know. Like, like it, like in a defense with that's an like, actual defense with yeah. an actual defense, and then like that game would have been ugly. It's. I mean, but the thing is, I wouldn't buy into all this hype with Ohio State's defense. They did, like, the same shit last year. Like, they were, like, really – I don't know. Soft. Not, not to this level, but to we, a we, certain extent. We had – we no, no, Penn State on. did everything they wanted on Ohio State. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was a couple games, though, like the Penn State game, and then, like, down the stretch, they kind of fell apart. The Michigan game, obviously, and then the Georgia game, 12-point lead with, like, six minutes left. And, yeah, you know, so like this Ohio State team, like defense was like solid to extents last year, and then they kind of like broke down at certain points of the season, and that could because there's plays to be had against them. It's not like they're like, yeah, it's not like they're like world beaters on deep. I mean, I was impressed with the front seven they're pretty because much they just like bend don't break. You know? What yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was impressed because they actually got pressure on Drew, and they yeah. haven't consistently showed that this year that they can get pre- like pressure on the quarterback. I mean, but like we're like we said before, uh, who did Penn State really score on? I mean, they scored. They probably averaged what? I mean, they had the two sixty-point games, but like Michigan's doing the same thing versus bad teams. Like they haven't played anybody. Yeah, but guess what? This is actually funny because like the past like two years, I've been like heavy on UNLV, and they've like, and they've like like in the betting world, I've been heavy on them. I'm like, because I watch them and they look like good, and then like the wheels just like fall off and like they can't put like four quarters together. Uh-huh. Well, this year UNLV six and one, and I haven't yeah. bet on the, I haven't bet on them once, but <laughs> but uh, there is uh. It's like, oh, you know, these like bull eligible, like for the first time since blah, 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 six and one. First comment is a Michigan fan. And guess who? And guess who beat them like 42 to zero? <laughs> it's like, dude. And then Ohio State fan replied, oh, wow. Really, really like trying to make this UNLV team look good by talking yeah. about UNLV. <laughs> like, like they just beat Colorado State by two. Like, relax. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> it's funny that they're like, because they got reach for those for those out of conference uh I know strength because they didn't play anyone. So they got like, just like, not even like trying to schedule one is the biggest like at least Penn State, like they had Auburn, but like Auburn was just kind of bad when they played them. And yeah, West I mean, Virginia, Mike, they scheduled that in 2013. Like uh, Ohio West Virginia's not terrible. Yeah. 
Ohio State's got some tough out of conference. Yeah. Ahead. Texas, fucking. I think Georgia. But it really stinks too because Penn State or West Virginia could easily be like five and two and that make that win look a lot better. Yeah. Instead, they're what four and three. Yeah. Staring down four and four going to UCF this weekend. Yeah. <clears throat> That's a game they could win, though, I think. Dude, UCF looked good, bro. Like, Gus, you think only made like that big of a difference? Look, and me watching UCF in like the little bit, I like they're like been like good, but I think their defense has lost them. It it hasn't been like them not yeah, like able... Kansas literally, I think, dogs up like 31 nothing yeah. in the first half. Yeah, but it hasn't been like their offense losing games. Their defense has been like cheddar. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, or Swiss cheese or whatever the cheese is with fucking holes in it. I mean, they ran the ball pretty good on Oklahoma. Bro, every single time. So, fucking, I can't move my camera. But, like, every single time I'd like look down at the Oklahoma State UCF game, there was someone fucking breaking free for fucking 20 or 30 yards on both sides of the, on both sides of the feet. Of the ball, like whether it be Oklahoma or UCF, yeah, it seemed like there was always someone like running free. But like the game, there wasn't a lot of points. It was twenty one nineteen or what was it twenty nine thirty one? Yeah, twenty nine thirty one. Like for the uh, amount of offense that I like seen, yeah, like Oklahoma was like in Oklahoma. They both early, had like four hundred total yards of offense. Yeah, Oklahoma was in the red zone like early. Their first two drives missed field goals. I don't know, like, I don't know if, like, obviously it was the same time it was the Penn State-Ohio State game, so, like, I'm not, like, having, like, a deep eye on it. It just happened yeah. every single time I looked down, there was someone breaking free. So, like, I don't know if, like, people weren't just converting in the red zone or what, but it seemed like there was no shortage of offense in that game. Yeah. Um. Anything else you want to talk about Ohio State-Penn State? They didn't run the ball. No, not really. Um... I feel like we didn't. I feel like we like uh, missed something. Yeah, like like we talked a lot a long time about the game, but I feel like we didn't talk about the game. Like we talked about the game, but we didn't talk about the game at the same time. But uh, uh, what do you want to so, give a full okay. recap of drive, 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 <laughs> drive? <laughs> play, play by film breakdown, bro. You know, you know how many times on uh on Twitter now, uh, because of the Michigan thing. People are like saying, "Oh, the all twenty-two angle, you can't see the sideline and all that." <laughs> like it's like people like arguing about what you can see on film and what you can't. Yeah, all because <clears throat> of the freaking. We'll get into that later, but like I'm looking at another drive, like run eight yards, run two yards, get the first. Then he completes a pass for fifteen. Then you just pass three straight times and don't get the first down. Yeah, I don't but, know. Um. So. There is very possible – well, it's, there's a possibility that there can be a three-way tie in the Big Ten um, East. Yeah. But it all comes down to Michigan. It all comes down to Penn State beating Michigan and then Ohio State losing to Michigan. Yeah, so they all and have then lost. Then there's a three-way tie, and then it comes down to the Big Ten West records opponents. So whoever – they each of them play <clears throat> Big Ten West opponents, and then 
the Big Ten record of the Big Ten West opponents that they played. Yeah. And then whoever has the better record uh goes on to the Big Ten championship. Yep. I don't know. Um, it'll it'll be interesting race down the stretch. That uh Penn State Michigan game is probably gonna be a three o'clock game. I guess. Why? It's already scheduled at noon. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, it's big noon. Well, dude, I don't know. It's like three weeks out, so I was just Yeah, they scheduled that a long time ago. But they waited for the Ohio State Penn State <clears throat> game like a week in advance. Yeah, I don't get that. <laughs> um I guess we'll get into some other stuff. Utah 34 versus USC 32. I mean, USC's I mean, defense is just can't stop the run. I mean, I'll uh I did not watch this game and I know you did not watch this game. No. Um we did watch the final drive though. Yeah, we watched the missed field goal or the made field, made field goal. Yeah, I don't where, know why I keep saying miss. Where USC let up a 28-yard rush to the packet pass, passer QB that Utah has. And that's what got them like really deep in the field goal range because they were on the brink of field goal range, and then they get let up a like a twenty twenty yard rush to them. But eight yard oh the um the targeting call on the third and eight or third and one nine. USC got called for targeting on on what like on the final on that drive. final drive yeah really. Because it was third and nine, and he ran it for, got a pass for eight yards, and they called it targeting on USC. Yeah. I mean, USC's season's washed. Lincoln Riley's a freaking fraud. Um, yeah. Lincoln Riley's going to follow Caleb Williams to the NFL, where he's going to be fraud checked again, and then he's going to be back in the in college, and then he's going to be like, damn, maybe I should really invest in defense. You know, like, like I just can't outscore everyone. And win games like I'm a. I, need I just don't get how you know you have Caleb Williams for two years and you just can't put like a decent defense around him. Because he's staying loyal to Alex Grinch, bro. It's so stupid. <clears throat> like, like, <laughs> it's like time to like, like move on from him. You know, like USC's paying Lincoln how much? Fucking shit ton. He's yeah. He got like this sick ass house that the boosters gave him. You know, he's getting all these nil collectives for his players to be zero and three against Utah. Not put a defense on the field. He literally just zero, moved Oklahoma to USC. Zero college football uh, playoff uh, appearances for Link in three years. Like, dude, honestly, in this day and age with USC's resources, I know. There's there's no explanation to be doing two, having two losses a year, and the in the fashion that they are, you know. Yeah. There's no. I mean, they have an offense like you can put up points, like just have a decent defense. Yeah, but even his offensive philosophies, whack. Yeah, like uh, like you said, you what fucking the RB one only had eight carries, but he was averaging twelve yards a pop. Yeah, and that it was the same for every like the Notre Dame game too. Like it's like okay, dude, I'll read it. Utah seven carries for eighty six yards, twelve yards a carry. Notre Dame eight carries for forty six yards, five yards a carry. Like why do you only give it to him seven eight times a game? 
I'd like I get you got like the best quarterback in college football, but you, help you're them out. To, yeah, you're allowed to run the ball too. You know, <laughs> you don't have to pass the ball forty something times a game. And that also helps out the defense. And it helps off the, the defense too because if he goes three and out on three straight passes, they're it's right like, back on the field. Yeah, and they're already like, bad. Yeah, I know. Like, it just comes down to like just helping out everyone, establishing the run. And burning the clock, like, yeah, it's uh, Lincoln. <laughs> I saw a funny tweet. It was like, how many, how many hours till Lincoln claims his USC house got broken into, and that he fears his family's life, so he's got to take a job elsewhere. Because <laughs> that's what he said at Oklahoma. He's, he was like, once like the USC rumor started, my house got broken into. I was fearing for my life. Yeah. <laughs> But he was like lived in like a gated community in Norman. Like it was like the most like BS story. Like, and I think the cops came out and said, "Yeah, like we got no reports of a burglary at at his like house." <laughs> like, I don't. Yeah, like where would he even go? Oh, dude, he would be I, an offensive coordinator somewhere. I feel like. Well, I'm telling you, the bear, dude. If the bears fire fire Eberflus. I guarantee you they hire fucking Link. Why, though? Like, that's the same as, like, hiring Kingsbury. Hey, Kingsbury lasted, what, eight days at USC as the OC? Because remember, he got hired as, like, the OC at fucking USC or whatever, and then the fucking Cardinals hired him. Oh, right uh, yeah, away. yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he the OC or HC when he got hired at USC? I think... OC. I don't know. I think he was a coordinator at you like for like eight days and then he got <clears throat> and then the Cardinals hired him. Talk about a flop in the NFL though. I yeah. totally forgot about Kingsbury. I, I knew he was gonna be bad. <laughs> hey, like the dude wasn't hey, even good in college. Yeah. Hey, sick ass family room though in Arizona. I'm glad that they got that draft day picture of his family room <laughs> during COVID. <laughs> uh, and then, then he got fired and went to Thailand or whatever. And uh, he's been MIA ever since. Wait, he is. Oh, I don't even know he was still at USC now. Who, Cliff? Yeah. As what? He's the offensive analyst and quarterbacks uh, coach. Uh, that makes sense. That's funny. Makes sense though. Yeah. Um, he was hired as the new offensive coordinator, and then he got the head coaching job. Like literally, like eight. Like um, it was a like, month. It was a month, or, or like it said December, December, January, but it could have been, you know. Yeah, dude, it was like a couple of weeks. Like I swear, he got hired, and then he was literally Arizona. Uh oh. What? Uh, USC's Lincoln Riley misses practice with illness. School looking to bump Cliff Kingsbury to on-field rule. <laughs> bro, bro, what if they pushed Lincoln out to bring Cliff in? You ever think about <laughs> That's that? Like, that's like yeah. doing the same thing. Yeah, I know. But you ever think about that? Like, what if they're like, yeah, <laughs> dude, dude, the thing is, Lincoln's such a fucking, um, did you see his shit after the game? No. He was like blaming everyone, but like, he was blaming like everyone, but he wasn't taking accountability at all. Yeah. He was blamed it like shit on the refs. Um, and then he made none of the players available. To the media after the game, of course. So, we'll we'll see how much longer uh, 
Lane Cas and and uh so I mean they could they could finish the season strong. I mean who knows? Yeah, but then you're still ten and two. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And it's not but like, if you beat like Washington and Oregon, like I don't know, everybody kind of forgets about the loss to Utah. Yeah, but at the end of the day. Yeah, you still I, have Caleb Williams, you should be like contending for a national title. Yeah, and USC is the type of team <clears throat> to have like after like one or two bad things happen, like the wheels just fucking fall off. And I feel like that's yeah. always been their MO in the past. Like since like the and Pete Carroll. Yeah, since like I don't know, the past decade. Um what's the next game? Duke 20 versus Florida State 38. I can't tell you one thing about this game. Um, I watched the first half and then Riley Leonard got hurt and Duke just could not do anything. I mean, they were in the game. I think they were winning 2017-7 or 2010 or something like that. It was close. I know I would, uh What was the score? It was 30. I know at one point I checked and it was 20. It was 38-20 the final. Yeah. At one point, though, it was 28-20, I think. And I was like, dude, is Desmond Howard really going to predict the correct score of 31-28? It was 17-7 Duke in the second quarter. Then after Duke scored, Florida State ran the kickoff back Mm -mm. and then tied it up after they got another field goal. And then Duke kicked a field goal for a half, and it was 20-17 at half. I think Riley Leonard got hurt in the first half, didn't he? Dude, I told I didn't watch I did not watch that game. Or maybe it was later. But once he left, like it was literally just three and out. Yeah. <clears throat> once Florida State got took the lead, he was already out. Duke's got a tough one this week too with Louisville. Yeah, I mean the wheels can fall off like for Duke here. Yeah. Um fun while it lasted though. Oklahoma yeah. 31 versus UCF 29. We already talked about this one a little bit. Back and forth game. Oklahoma escapes at home. I think they're gonna get checked at least once or twice. Once in the regular season, and then I think they get checked in the Big 12 championship game. I think um I think Kansas might give them a game this I think they will give them a game this week. Dude, I don't know, dude. Kansas looks like three different teams this year. Like they look like world beaters. And I know, but they're they play significantly better at home. Yeah, but I feel like it's gonna be like a close game, maybe, and then Oklahoma pulls away or something. Yeah, that's what I kind of feeling. But I think Oklahoma game they could lose in the regular seasons at Oklahoma State next week. Dude, Oklahoma State, like, like we talked about this a little bit. Tale of two tapes, man. I, I was like, I thought they were done, Donzo, for the season. Now, like, they're putting what, up fifty points. Rec- yeah, what's their what's their record? Like, dude, maybe they make the the Big Twelve championship game. They're five and two. Yeah, two losses. Uh, well, they're three and one in the Big Twelve. If they beat Oklahoma, is it Oklahoma State, Oklahoma in the Big Twelve championship? It's the two. It's the two top teams. So I know, but how, how, then, that sh- how that shakes out? Well, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Texas would all have one loss. <clears throat> so it'd probably come down to head and head to heads and 
point point differentials. Either way, I, I mean, I don't think Oklahoma State wins out, but <laughs> who knows? Yeah, you never know. I mean, because um, they play UCF too. Yeah. Tennessee 20 versus Alabama 38. I mean, Tennessee jumped on them quick, and then Alabama just completely turned the second half around. Well, Tennessee did not finish in the red zone early. They had a chance to go 21 0 in the <clears> first <throat> quarter. Instead, it, they. Uh, it 13 was, nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it was 13 nothing. It was 20 to 7 at half, and then they didn't score the rest of the game. Yeah. Um, I fell asleep, so I did not see like the second half of that. I was watching it, and it's just literally just dominating. Alabama dominated. I mean, Bama's like finding ways to win, man. They, they're probably they could, gonna... if they play LSU next week. But other than that, that's like their last tough game. Until the until the championship, dude. If Bama sneaks in this year, man. I mean, if they win out, they're going to be in. Next year, I mean, next week's the first uh, CFP ranking. So we'll see where where they're, where the CFP's uh, putting these teams. I hope Florida State, Ohio State, Washington, Oklahoma, Texas, Oregon, and Alabama all lose this week. Well, Alabama doesn't play, but. Um. Upset. We got we got uh we got an upset this weekend. Last weekend. Virginia thirty one, UNC uh, yeah, yeah. twenty seven. I mean, it feels like UNC every single year that we feel like they're good, they always have one of these games where it's like a shootout. I think it hurts more this year because I feel like this year you expected them to like actually take the next step. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. You just can't lose to Virginia, like at at home in a yeah. shootout. I don't know how you let Virginia score that many points, to, regardless. But I don't know. They they'll get back on track. Hopefully, still have a shot at winning the ACC. I mean, my I mean uh, Clemson. Oh, dude, how did I forget about the Clemson game? Um. That game I really didn't watch. Yeah, I didn't watch either, but Dabo kind of threw Klubnik under the bus. <clears throat> yeah, what do you say? It wasn't supposed to be that play or something. <laughs> he was supposed to hand it off to Shipley. Instead, he pulled that shit, and there was a linebacker waiting for him on the other side. <laughs> either way, like, you can't say that, dude. Come on. I know. Just just say, hey, Kate thought he saw something. Yeah. I have, I have trust in him, and it just didn't work out. Instead, he goes, Yep, I don't know why he did that. That was not the play call. You're supposed to hand it off. Either way, bro, that shit's getting stuffed because that linebacker is free. No one got to the second level on him, so he's peaking. Yeah. So that's, that's just yeah. funny. Um, I think that's it for those yeah. games, right? Yeah. Uh, so this week, what week is? Is this week eight? Nine. Week nine. We have Oklahoma minus 10 at well, Kansas. week 8, but like week 0 is 1. Yeah, you know so week I mean? 9. Oklahoma think, minus right. 10 at Kansas. Uh, I don't think Kansas is going to be I – don't, I don't know. I don't think Kansas is going to be able to stop Oklahoma, and I don't think 
I think Oklahoma. I don't think Kansas's offense is going to be able to pose the threats that they. But you like it. Kansas is at home, and like you said, they play completely different at home. Yeah. I mean, Oklahoma gives up about 120 yards on the ground, and Kansas averages about uh 200 some on the ground. So like, yeah. if they can get the running game going, shorten the game. Who knows what could happen. Especially at home and, you know, in college football when you're at home. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I like the 10. I like the 10, though. With the points? Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be close. Yeah. I like that. Especially seeing how Oklahoma looked last week. Yeah. And I'm still like, not, I'm, I'm still in not... Texas. Like, everybody was like, oh, is Oklahoma for real? Yeah, I'm still not sold on uh I'm still not sold on Oklahoma. Yeah. I mean, um, most, if they blow out Kansas, though, I think they're... Yeah. Oregon minus six and a half at Utah. We talked. We were talking a little bit about this. I kind of like Oregon here. But I don't know. Dude, I don't know. Like, I just I don't know. I kind of like Utah because I just... Like, I you said Utah's liked, deep. I thought like, you said you liked Oregon. No, like, I kind of like... I don't know. Because Utah exactly. can run the ball, and I don't think Oregon's defense can stop much of anything. I mean, Kyle Whittingham, if he pulls this off, might like be like the best coach in the Pac-12. Uh, I know. I just don't know. He, I think he already probably is, but yeah, I don't know. Coming off the big one at USC, I Utah's not the team to be like hungover, but. I like I was but, dude, the thing I thought is, Oregon's State, defense was somewhat good, but like the last couple of weeks, yeah. I don't they're not good at all. Yeah, and Washington State is kind of playing Oregon close. I know that score is like a three score game, but it really or two score game. Like, yeah, it was thirty eight twenty four. Yeah, I feel like that game was a little closer than what the score uh the score says. Yeah, it definitely was. I don't know. I I would take the six and a half, but I'm not. Touching that, like you would take Utah giving six and a half points. They're getting. Oh yeah, I was like... <clears throat> at home. Yeah, I feel you on that. I wish it was night game. It's that three thirty game, dude. Remember, uh, remember two years ago, it was Oregon at Utah. And dude, Utah like blew the brakes off Oregon at night. Was that Herbert? Dude, it was like Oregon. It was like a top. Uh, I just remember like or uh, Utah house like a kickoff return too. That's so stupid, bro. Sorry. Let me let me check. I think it was two or three years ago. It was at Utah though. Uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Utah won thirty-eight to thirty. I mean, no, thirty-eight was that had to be Herbert, right? But then no, they that was at Anthony Brown. Hold on. Oh no, no, that was so. <clears throat> so look, listen to this. So they played November twentieth, twenty twenty-one, and Utah won thirty-eight to seven, and then they rematched 
a couple weeks later in the, and Oregon beat the shit out of them, right? No, no, and they, they rematched a couple weeks later in the Pac twelve championship game and Utah beat the brakes off them again thirty eight to ten. Okay, and then they played Ohio State in the I don't think that was that year. I think that was the year after. No. Yeah, yeah. the year after they played Penn State. That was last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they played Ohio State in the Rose Bowl and like fucking yeah. shootout. Fucking getting in a shootout with Utah, man. What a fucking time to be alive. <laughs> um, Georgia. I, I think Utah outside. could pull up the win, though. Outright? Yeah. Dude, Utah could sneak their way into the, into the playoff. They would have to win out, but yeah. <clears throat> Dude, imagine this. They win out. They go in the playoff. Cam Rising comes back. And he can play because you can play in four games without without using a red shirt. And then comes back the next year. For his fucking like seventh year. Or would it be his sixth year? It's either it would either be his sixth or seventh year next next year. Really? Yeah. Let me look that up. But uh Whittingham came out and he said that he doesn't think that Rising's gonna play this year. Yeah, I mean, there's no point now. I think we already said that. Yeah, he's 24 though. Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that'd be his like sixth year. It says his first year was in 2020, so fifth year. That's pretty old for like only. I'd be it'd be a six. Oh yeah, next year because you're this would be five, right? Yeah. Um. That's a good game, 330. We have another good 330 game. Georgia minus 14 and a half at Florida. I think we kind of seen what Georgia can do to teams that run the ball well that are one-dimensional. We saw that with Kentucky. Kentucky has really good yeah. running back, but they made um what's his fucker's name? Uh Davis. No, no, the quarterback that transferred there from NC. Oh, Leary. Yeah, they made Leary throw the ball, and that dude couldn't hit anything. And I don't know, I don't know if I trust Gabe Mertz throwing the ball like twenty-five to thirty times a game. But this is Georgia's first game without Bowers, too. Yeah, but they're coming off a they they're coming off a bye, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, dude, Georgia's good. Yeah, they are. You you said they weren't good like last week. Bro, I can switch my mind. Like everything's everything's moving. Everything, it's week by week basis. I know I didn't see them last week, but Georgia and I know, is bro, good. The thing I is, Vandy, like... Vandy gave Georgia a game. Let's not forget about this two weeks ago. We didn't talk about that's this. what I'm saying. Vandy now they don't have Georgia Brock Bowers, and the tight end for a first year quarterback is so important because they feel like safe going to him. Who do you like in this game? You're just playing both sides, dude. The thing is, if it was at 7.30, I would take Florida. But it's 3.30. Dude. But I feel like, I don't know, that's a big rivalry too, though. I just don't trust Graham Mertz. And I don't, is Florida coming off a bye too? I feel like Florida's coming off a bye. Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> I can't remember. Let's see. 
Florida. Yeah. They're coming off a bye. Two weeks ago, they went into Columbia and beat South Carolina on that final play. I mean, Not after can, they're kind of rolling right now. Four out of the last five. What do you mean kind of rolling? Two games ago, they got their break speed off them by Kentucky. <laughs> but two weeks before that, they handled Tennessee. Yeah, and then <laughs> then a week later, they were in a fucking dogfight with Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte's a good team. <laughs> I mean, they did handle Vandy. They beat South Carolina, but, dude, it seems like my Gamecocks are not a very good football team this year. No, they're terrible. <laughs> Two and, like, five. Man, I really thought that they could go on a run this year, maybe next year. Um, I just don't. All right, let's see. Let's see something. So, <laughs> against South Carolina, Graham Merce was 30 for 48, 423 yards and three touchdowns. What the fuck? Why did they throw it that many times? They weren't. Dude, I'm looking at the box score, too. So, they were, they were up by three at half. Why did they throw the ball? Damn near fifth. Like they weren't like they weren't playing from behind. Yeah. Besides at the end, you know? I mean, but they like still going ran into... the ball 33 times. That's yeah. a lot of plays, Dude, isn't who it? The hell, who the hell is Rick, Ricky Pearsall? Ten oh, that's, that's the good receiver, like the one handed catch. You didn't see that? Yeah, the white. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. really good. 10 receptions, 166 yards. Right. That's, who, there... that's who needs to make big plays for them to be in that Georgia game. Dude, in what world are you throwing the ball 48 times with Graham Mertz? You never know, man. And Tre- Trevor Etienne only got nine carries? Did, yeah. Did you see his brother tweeted, like, free Trevor? Yeah, yeah, but that was, like, that was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, against, Vandy, like, he against threw Charlotte. 36 times, dude. So... Yeah, with the Florida that I'm seeing with this game plan, I don't think that they're going to beat Georgia. And I could see Georgia like putting up like a like winning by like 28 points easily. Yeah, I mean, I hope it's a good game just to watch obviously, but I don't know, 14 and a half is still a lot in a rivalry game. Right, is there some rivalry I'm missing? Florida, Georgia? What's like it called? Act, you're acting like this is like... Is this like a... I forget what it's called. There's a rivalry for it. Like, name for it. Right. Who are, like, Georgia's rivals? Like, I know they play fucking, like, Georgia Tech at the end of the year, but... The the largest outdoor cocktail party. That's what it's called. Right. Come on. That ain't no fucking rivalry. They call it the cocktail party. Yeah, what, because people go there and get fucking drunk? <laughs> <laughs> ain't no robbery on the football field. No, like, did you not watch the documentary? And what with, doc? Uh, the Florida doc? No, I didn't watch it. Oh, well, they talk about it. Um, dude, Georgia's kind of oh. unrivaled, bro. I mean, I you say, got like Georgia say, Tech. Ge- I'd say Georgia Tennessee is a bigger rivalry than Georgia Florida at this state. Last year it was forty two to twenty. Year before that thirty four seven. Dude, I'm a I'm gonna come out and say it now. <clears throat> Georgia loses next week. Who? I'm, 
to Missouri. At home. At home. I mean, they do have, like, Missouri, Ole Miss, Tennessee. I'm coming out here to say this. The college football playoff will put Georgia at number one just because it's fucking Georgia. And then the first fucking week, they're going to fucking lose. They're Georgia's going to end up with two losses by the end of the season. They're going to be 10 and 2. So they're going to lose in the championship game. No, they're, I don't know if they're going to make it there. Who the hell would make it? Missouri. Oh. I mean, yeah, if they were win and they would win out. Dude, I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you right here, Georgia's going to lose to Missouri. And they're going to lose to Tennessee. And to Tennessee. Wow. I do think they're going to lose at least one game this year, though. And I just and I just gave you the two. I just can't see them losing at home to Missouri. Bro, did you did you hear what Missouri's coach had to say about Connor Cook? That's not his name either. I think we keep calling him Connor <laughs> Cook, and it's it's Brady Con- Cook. I, I think Connor Cook played for Michigan State. Like yeah, a he was. Years, yeah, a couple like a couple years ago, that was like like a- eight years ago, like a decade <laughs> back. Uh, Brady Cook, Connor Cook. Yeah, Connor Cook was Michigan State's quarterback in like 2012. He was. Yeah, when I they think, went. To, I, well, it was I when think they he went was, to the playoffs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, whatever the hell his name is. Brady Cook. You hear what Missouri's head coach had to say? No. He said, he said, man, if if Brady didn't have a if Brady didn't have a girlfriend, I'll I'll try to get him with my daughters as soon as they turned 18. As soon as they turn 18. That is <laughs> bro, I, kind of I swear up. to God, it's a real quote, bro. It's 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 uh it's a fucked up quote because his because the head coach's uh, daughters aren't ever, Irvin of age and uh, Brady Cook's probably like twenty two, and he's saying, "Yeah, I'll try and get him with my daughters if they were eighteen. Yeah, that's fucked up. And he said that shit to the media, bro, <laughs> with like a smile on his face. I'm I'm gonna try and find the quote for you guys real quick. Um, uh, Brady Cook. They also they run the ball a lot though, don't they? Who Mizzou? Yeah. Like they ran it. He had 26 carries for 159 yards. The running back. Yeah. I got to hold on one second. <laughs> enter, enter, Are you going to play it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Enter, entertain the crowd for a little bit, though. What? what? Entertain the crowd while I like, find the. What are you looking for? I gotta. I'm not gonna play a minute and fifty six clip. I got like, you know, the thirty second clip. I All I right. want I want silence. So like, talk about uh, <clears throat> uh, talk about fucking. What's the next game? Uh, Pitt at Notre Dame. I mean, uh, Pitt's terrible. Twenty and a half. Yeah, and I mean, dude, no, Notre Pitt's Dame's actually... probably gonna. Pitts look pretty decent the past couple of weeks with uh Valu at quarterback. They're actually moving. I know, ball. but I, I mean, they beat Louisville, but 
I think Notre Dame's a lot better, especially at home. But the game is always close. Like, they do play each other tough. Yeah, we got to talk about the ending of the Pitt-Notre Dame game. I mean, Pitt-Wake Forest game. Yeah. Notre Dame's just coming off the bye, right? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Notre Dame's going to win that game, but I don't think they cover the 20. I mean, Pitt's just going to have to put up some type of points. I don't know if they can. The problem is Pitt's run defense has really struggled. And, like, Narduzzi's like, yeah, like, you just don't forget how to stop the run. Like, we know how to stop the run. Like, we just got to, like, execute and coach better. It's like, yeah, estimate for 200 yards easily. Yeah. Wake Forest ran the ball 41 times last yeah. week. Yeah, and Pitt couldn't stop them. Four yards a carry. The starter, I don't even know if it's the starter. They just used both guys. Yeah, pretty much. The one dude averaged six yards a carry. Yeah, and mind you, Wake Forest was on their, like, third-string quarterback. I was wondering why they were, like, hoisting the guy up like they just won, like, the ACC championship game. Santino Maruki. I was like, oh, it's because this guy's, like, the third-string quarterback. Yeah. And he threw a dot. Wake Forest has played, like, a lot of teams tough, though. I don't know. They play Florida State. Here we have Missouri's head coach on Brady Cook. Be trying to get him hooked up when my daughter's turned 18. He's unbelievable. Man. That's fucked up. That's that's, that's something else to be uh, uh, putting your daughters out like that to to the starting quarterback of – of the team you had coach. But yeah, uh, and she's not even 18. Yeah, I know. Oh man, if my daughter was 18, I would... <laughs> come on, man. All right. Uh Pitt at Notre Dame, Notre Dame minus 20 and a half. Pitt coming off another heartbreaker of a loss. I mean, talk about thinking you have it. So for you guys that don't know. <laughs> man, I don't know. I don't know where, I don't know where to start with this. He went to Run it on third. No, down. no, no, no. We got it. We got to like go back. So Wake Forest with about it was like three minutes or two and a half minutes, somewhere in that ballpark. They score on like a thirty-five yard run, untouched. They score. They go up by. They go up by. I'm trying to remember the logistics of this. They go up by four. They go up by four. I believe. Yeah. yeah, they were up four. Yeah, I'm trying to like do math in my head. They go up by four. Pitt gets the ball back. They put together a wonderful two-minute drive. They score with about a minute 40 left. So Wake Forest got some time. Wake Forest is marching down the field. They throw, they throw a pick. Their third-string quarterback throws a pick on a comeback route right to him. Well, Pitt, after the pick, Number three on the defense decides he wants to drag the defender off MJ twenty yards. <laughs> like, dude, it's something like dragging. Like, obviously, like dragging players off a pile now is illegal in a flag. But yeah. if you go back yeah. and watch this guy drag, the, no, he just didn't drag. He just didn't like drag him off the pile. Like, <laughs> he dragged him off the pile, then dragged him for like three yards <laughs> after dragging him off the pile. So, so that gets a flag. So that's fifteen yards, and then. He's like going to like celebrate with his teammate, same player, 
trying to celebrate with his teammates, bumps into a Wake Forest player and then shoves him right in front of the ref. Another flag. So now they're 30 yards in penalties off a interception. Totally flips the field because they're at like the I want to say they're seven. at like the seven. They were at the seven. Yeah, but like they were at the forty. I want to say of the when they intercepted the ball, they were at like yeah, yeah, 40. thirty-seven. Yeah, thirty-seven. Yeah, and then they got thirty yards and penalties. Number three got ejected, I think, because he <clears> got yeah, he two because double got, double he double got personal a, foul. He got double personal foul. So sets them back, and just off like a logistics thing, like because Wake Forest had all three timeouts, just off logistics, if they don't pick up those 30 yards, I mean, of penalties, and then they punt the ball, Wake Forest got to drive like eight, like let's just be on like the conservative side, 80 yards. Yeah. Instead, they're on their seven, and Wake Forest has all three timeouts. Stuff to run, first down, like no yards. Stuff to run, second down, like maybe like two yards. Perfect play call. Like, the one time I agree with, like, Signetti, perfect play call. Everyone's crashing on the on the run, on the running back. They'll, they'll read option, pull, easy first down. Literally, no, no, no one's there. Easy first down. But the thing about slides in Wake Forest is it's always controversial when you try and slide against Wake Forest, as Pitt fans have learned. Had the, and it kind of came back and – you know, bite them. You know, you got the Kenny fake slide. Yeah. Didn't think that was that big of a deal, but like for some reason garnered all this national attention. Like, dude, the guy was yeah, letting yeah. up. Kenny saw it. He fucking took off. Like, he made a football play in the football game. Like, congrats. Like, good play. Yeah. He used the rules to his advantage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's not like he was like going into that game. All oh, guys, wait, wait till I'm about to break out. <laughs> I, fake slide. No, dude, he was going to go slide. He saw like the Wake Forest player like wasn't gonna obviously yeah. kind of hit him, but like he like the Wake Forest player like totally like let up. Can he? Whoop. This time, I was like, oh, first down, easy. I see this. I see the spot coming. It is about four yards, but like it is that was a bad spot though. A terrible spot. It was about four yards shorter than wh- where Valu ended up. Well, it's supposed to be when he starts to slide, but yeah, that wasn't but even close to where he started. Where they <clears> marked <throat> it was where he slowed down. Yeah. So, like, Valu, like, slows down to stay in bounds, and then he starts his slide. But they marked him where he started to slow down. So, like, it wasn't like, shitty. You, you just, like, run out of bounds. Who cares if the yeah, clock stops? You nail it down anyways. Yeah, I know. They have no timeouts. You know, yeah. well, they would have one timeout, but like, yeah, I'm, you could nail the game out. Yeah, and like they're like celebrating, and then the spot comes, and I'm like, shit. I'm like, go for it, Narguzzi. Don't be a little bitch and go for it. But like, there, you can't go for it. Yeah, obviously. you can't go for it. <laughs> but like, it's like you got to punt away, and supposedly Pitt uh, punter did not have that good of a game. And he lets off like a thirty yard punt. Yeah, uh, they're like at they're like right above midfield, I want to say. And there's a fourth in. Well, one I think uh, Pitt got called on a defensive holding, and then there was a fourth in like four. I want to say Wake Forest had, and then they got check. then they had 
I think they got like twenty yards on the fourth and four. Uh, fourth and one, twenty-four yards. Yep. Yeah. Um, it was third and eleven, and they got ten yards. Yeah, and then the uh, fourth and one play, and then was it the very next play that they hit the touchdown? Yeah, because they were no, they had an incomplete pass and the touchdown. All right. Yeah, because well, the incomplete pass was them uh downing the ball. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Because yeah. they ran, they ran up and um, <clears throat> spiked the ball, and then got right that touchdown over, was kind of wild though. Right over the seam, dude. Yeah. I thought they were gonna call it back and put him on the half inch line because it was one of those <laughs> ones. It was one of those ones where he caught it like right before, like it, you know, like with the knee down, like it's like yeah, did he yeah. where when did he like establish possession of the ball? Like it was all those, <laughs> but it ended up standing, and yeah, Pitts. Two and five now. Yep. Two, two and five. They need to win out for a bowl. And it's they're at, at that Notre point. Dame. Why? Why would you even care to go to a bowl game? Yeah. I mean, they're at the thing is, I think they're going to lose some players in the portal this year. Yeah, probably. I think uh, they're tied in. They might just. They might lose three out of the last five. Yeah, I think their tight end is going to be gone in the portal. Uh, that Bartholomew? Yeah, I think he's going to be gone. Because, they're, dude, they're, he's, like, one of their best offensive targets, and he's, like, getting, like, no targets. Yeah. And he was probably, like... That Mumfield isn't if, bad either. Yeah. If, if like, Bartholomew had, like, a big year this year, he's probably going to the draft type, you know? I think he still. I think he still can't, but he needs to to go where he probably wants to go. Like in draft wise, probably needs to. Yeah. Tra- transfer something. Well, I'm not saying like he's put up numbers with Pitt before, but like this year, like they're just not utilizing them. Um, they yeah, they just can't throw the ball really. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, but like I said, the past two weeks, like the offense has looked totally different. But the yeah, thing is, they're yeah. not. They're not uh. Rodney Hammond's one of their best backs, and now they're they're rocking with someone else. Like, yeah, did he get um, benched or just hurt? No, I was listening to Narduzzi's thing. My my uh, that's my uh, uh, guilty pleasure listening to Narduzzi talk to the media. I was listening to Narduzzi talk, and he was like, he was saying how they're just gonna ride the hot hand. And how I forget what the guy's name is. That's Flemister. Flemister. What is it? Flemister. F L E M I S T E R. But Silo Sibo. Where did he transfer from? Uh, this, is, this is his second year at Pitt, but Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. So he's from Notre Dame. He didn't really play that much at Notre Dame, though. Yeah. This is a six year. I think uh, <coughs> I don't know. It's kind of going to be interesting to see where Pitt goes from here, because they've taken two shots in the back past two years for transfer quarterbacks, and they've missed. Well, I don't even think slow. Uh, Slowest was not a miss in my eyes. I don't think. I, I think it, the offense was a miss for him. Yeah, but I don't think. I think Slovis in the right system can do really well, and. Because they were Narduzzi, like, was asked about this, like, probably a couple of weeks ago about, like, missing on quarterbacks in the portal. 
he's like he was like first off like slovis i like he was like i love that kid blah 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 so like yeah. when narduzzi like says that in the pub because narduzzi is not one to mince words in like the in the meat you know so like yeah, yeah. Say that i it just offensive wise wasn't but i think slovis is still really good but i don't know pitt's got it i don't know what what years blue let me check here I mean, if he's not playing bad, like... Well, yeah, they're probably going to rock with Balu. He is... Sophomore? Yeah, so they'll probably take a break from hitting the portal with quarterbacks, but they're probably going to lose... Uh, lose Why don't they there. ever, like, try and actually recruit somebody? They do. <laughs> they have uh, Penn Hill's quarterback coming in. That yeah, Duggar. Duggar. Yeah, they have him coming in, but I think they need to. I don't. I don't know where Pitt goes from here. I don't know if this was just a fluke of a year, and they need like a re, a complete reset. Because I don't think they're like a terrible football team. I just. Think I don't they think need, they're two and five bad, but I, mean, I think they need to make some like switches on, on some philosophy things though. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how they end this year because the remaining schedule is... Uh, it's like Notre Dame, Florida State, Duke, Syracuse. Notre Dame, Florida State, Syracuse, Boston College, Duke. Yeah. That's it's tough end. Of, yeah, that's kind of a tough stretch. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's see. Uh, we got... Uh, did we talk about Duke at Louisville? Oh. We got no, Duke at I don't think. <laughs> we got Duke at Louisville. Louisville minus four and a half. Uh this is kind of one of my favorite plays. I think Louisville's coming off a bye. Yeah, they are. So <clears throat> they lost against Pitt by week, and then they get a top twenty opponent in Duke. It's kind of my yeah, favorite. And uh, Riley Leonard's still up in the air, so yeah. I don't think even if he does play, it's not going to be like the full Riley Leonard experience. Yeah, because he already got hurt before. I'm pretty sure he reaggravated an injury, right? The yeah, ankle because he he got hurt at Notre Dame, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so. if he's out for sure, and it was literally Louisville. like on like the last play for Duke, yeah, he got rolled up on on that on that sack fumble. <laughs> you just see him scream in agony. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, not much else to say on that game, honestly. Yeah. Uh, um, What else do I have? Just a quick one. Tennessee minus three and a half going at Kentucky night game. Kind of um, like Kentucky at home. Yeah, so do I. I don't think Tennessee's that great. I don't know, though. We do this with Kentucky every year. Like, we got to remember it's, like, almost November now, so the true yeah. Kentucky – the true Kentucky's coming out. Yeah. I don't know. That's a weird game. I think they're kind of equal. I think Tennessee's more exposed, like got more talent. Yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah. But I don't trust Joe Milton like that. Yeah, but Tennessee's like changed their philosophy now. They kind of have a they established the run. Their yeah. front, their front seven's good. Their defense is like running. You know, I would take. I think they're going to be able to stop the run against Kentucky and probably. Force uh, 
do I forget his fucking Larry, Larry Larry to throw the ball and we see what happens when he throws the ball. They got up off to a quick start against Missouri, and then Missouri just put it on them. Who Kentucky? Yeah. Yeah, I like Tennessee here. I don't know though. Night game in Lexington. Just I still I still like coming Tennessee. off the high of Almost beating Bama. I mean, like, not almost, but they were up at half. Yeah, but I saw something. Fucking, were Tennessee fans bitching about the refs? I don't know. I don't even know how you bitch about the refs after what you guys got last year. Like, Yeah, and the refs gifted them one last year. <coughs> um, Just a quick one. Ohio State minus 14 and a half at Wisconsin. We know what Wisconsin is going to do. Tricky um, game if they can establish the run. Yeah, you, Braylon, Braylon Allen's probably going to get 25 carries. At least, depending um, on how many plays they have. Because their quarterback got hurt, broke his hand or something, yeah? Couple yeah, the back. starter did, yep. Yeah. This kid didn't play that bad against Illinois that week last week, though. I don't think. But we get – it's a night game going into Madison, tough environment. I think, yeah, it's a I tricky know. game coming off that Penn State one. I don't know. I think this Ohio State team's maturing each week, though. Not, not yeah. saying, like, maturing, but, like, they're developing. Focusing, yeah. They're getting better as the weeks go on. And it's kind of what you want to see because you don't want to start off high and, like – Like they always do? I wouldn't, I'd say they've always been slow starters. I don't know. Not with the right. good quarterbacks. Dude, the year after they won the Natty – with like the Cardell and JT thing, they were damn near. That's losing. like 2016. Yeah, and then with Dwayne, they went to OT with Mar- at Maryland early in the season. Uh, last last year their offense was slow. Two two years ago, their defense was getting slashed. I mean, the defense hasn't been good in a while until this year. Yeah, but I'm telling you, don't get too high on this defense because it's just. As soon as they face an offense that can really challenge them, dude, I swear they're gonna give up. They're gonna give up some shit. I mean, Penn State had the plays there; they just didn't capitalize. Dude, it's just like my it's just like my lines, man. Yeah. Lions top five defense, and they finally play an offense that can challenge them. They let up fucking like a million <laughs> million fucking points. Lamar Jackson's yeah. Lamar Jackson's got nine seconds sitting in the pocket. <laughs> that was a terrible game. Yeah. Um. So, we got some news. We got something called Michigan stealing signs. What are your? Yeah, uh, I mean, what are your thoughts? I mean, at first, I did. I was just like, oh, whatever, because I figured, you know, whatever to try and steal the signs from the other team. Like, I didn't know the whole extent of it, but it's still, I don't know, like it's All dirty. Right. Obviously, it's cheating, but <clears throat> I'm I'm gonna break this down for all the headline warriors out there that don't know how to click on an article and read a couple of paragraphs, or maybe they do read and they still don't know like the severity of what they're doing. Stealing signs, yes, happens in every football game. They look over to the sideline and then they catch on to like we call them patterns, you know. Yeah. So 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 teams catch on to patterns. 
what Michigan was doing wasn't catching on their patterns. It was they went to 30-something games and videotaped sidelines and studied the patterns, put the patterns on a laminated sheet, put said laminated sheet right next to the D.C. on the sideline, and whenever the team would look over at the sideline, they were looking at the sideline and picking off the – it's like – it's like, all right, it's like this. You have an open notes test. Your your teacher says, open notes, you're allowed a note card. What you do, though, is you take it one step above. You send someone in the earlier section that's not in the class, but you send someone to the earlier section of the class and act like he's in that section, and then he videotapes the fucking test, and he sends it to you. Then. You know what you do? You fill out that test and you put it on that fucking note card. And then the test comes, you got all the answers already. That's what it's like. They just took it one step above. Yeah, I mean, it's dirty for sure. It's like, dude, 30-something games and they were going to SEC games too and Clemson. Yeah, that's that's weird. And all right, dude, this guy had like a little army. No pun intended because I know he's a military guy. But... He has a little army because he wasn't going to the games himself, you know. He would buy the tickets and yeah, transfer he, he yeah. transferred them like immediately, like almost like five minutes after buying the tickets, he transferred them out. So he had these people that would go to the games, probably like depending on the game, like supposedly this weekend he had two tickets for the Ohio State Penn State on <laughs> on both sidelines. He had two tickets facing opposite of each other. I'm wondering why. I wonder why. Well, you know it's not going to work now because everybody's just going to change your damn signs the week of oh, the Michigan. Yeah. Dude, they're talking about taking like Michigan off like books. Like depending where this like investigation goes, like there's been like some like talk of like taking them so you can't gamble on them. Like really? Because it's why? the integ- it's the integrity <clears throat> of the game. At yeah, I guess. Right yeah, yeah. Is that actually going to happen? No, that's just re- that's just rumors. But Pete Dammel's been like real real good on uh reporting this on twitter but he would send i'm waiting this is gonna be all over the place because i don't have notes and this has been like a couple weeks and i'm just like there's so much just like boom 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 but uh i'm waiting for that security footage that they say that they have of someone in the stadium yeah i don't understand how he got a camera into there no so he would they would film on their it's not like you'd have like a tape recorder and like like no, he, they, on their be, phone it'd be his phone but like how do you prove that he's just not taking a picture unless they have like him just like standing like this like but how do you get that good of a video on a phone dude, these cameras are better than fuck these i know cameras but on like, these are sometimes better than it's i feel like that's just hard yeah but he's just he's just videoing the signal callers you know yeah, I don't know. If, like, but did pe- you see- big play happens, people standing up. I guess you're only recruiting pre-play, though. Yeah. But, like, and you got, he's probably got, like, a battery pack, too, because he's recording the whole fucking game, fucking 60 minutes of fucking Dude, I imagine how painful that would be. I know, you're just, you're just like, dude, your shoulders are probably on fire holding that yeah. position for fucking 60 Everybody, minutes. Everybody's probably like, look at this weirdo, not even watching the game. <laughs> Well, it's uh, dude, where was I going? 
Oh, and then there's pictures <clears throat> coming from the game last year of the guy like right by like the DC with a lamb. Like you can have a clear picture of like him holding a laminate thing of sign. And the thing yeah, like, yeah, I, I did see that. That was the first drive of the game. So like all that sign stealing happens all the time. Yes, it does happen, but you're probably not stealing signs the first. Like you don't know the signs the first drive of the yeah, game because yeah, you haven't yeah. caught on to anything. It's throughout the game that you catch on to the sign. Like they knew that well, shit. They're probably going to catch on faster now that they're more experienced. Dude, they're pros <laughs> at it. Dude had a full blown opera. He had a full blown operation, bro. And the thing is, I didn't know this that the school has uh, access to the secondary market. So, like, even though he was buying from like the secondary market, schools schools have access to who the tickets go to. You know, like they have all that on record. Oh yeah, yeah. So like the schools are like, yeah, look, Connor Stallions, Connor Stallions, Connor Stallions. You know, and then he transferred. Why couldn't he just use another name? Like, yeah, no, he used it. And dude, now now they're just gonna follow the money. Because, yeah. because, like, obviously he was getting reimbursed for this. But it was probably some third party because Jimmy, Jimmy's fucking smart. And he would, but, like, the guy's, like, right next to Jim, like, for the majority of the game. So to say Jim didn't know this, though, because, bro. What's this guy's, uh, this guy's name, like, like, job titles, like a recruiting coordinator or some shit. What the fuck's a recruiting coordinator doing next to Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines for their on the you know? Yeah. Bro, every head coach knows. And he's talking to Jim too. Bro, me and you've been around some ball. If someone tries to talk to the head coach, they're like, dude, get this fucker out of my face. Like, dude, I'm trying to coach like I'm trying to coach a game here. Like, get the fuck out, you know? Yeah, especially the recruiting coordinator. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not like he's like the DC like chopping up with like <clears throat> Jim, like, yeah, they're doing this, doing that. Bro, he's a recording coordinator. Why is he talking to the head coach and the DC during the game? Like, we both know on any other staff, like, with those levels, like a recruiting coordinator trying to talk to the DC. Yeah. They're like, dude, get the fuck out of my face. I'm trying to coach a football game right now. So, obviously, he's doing, you know? And you know what? They're, the thing is, there's a... Oh, my fucking cat. Yeah, I was just going to uh, say. Um... There we go. There's a blog. Like, there's a blog from 2021. I want to say 2021. When 2021 or like last year. I want to say 2021. I got to find the blog post. Tennessee. Tennessee blog posted. Hey, like one of my friends was a scout for Michigan. And they sent him to like the Tennessee game. Because he lives in Nashville to record our uh, our sign, bro. Twenty twenty one, and then yeah, that's like, nuts. They're like <clears throat> they were allowed no contact directly with Jim and all that. So like Jim, Jim's gonna play this off like, dude, I had no idea. Like he was just like, I thought he was just like getting all this from like film, you know? But yeah, like, dude, and all the film I've seen posted of people with like film, you can't see the fucking sideline. Yeah, they're not gonna record their sideline. Yeah, all you see is like the bound, like the boundary, and then you know that's all you see. Shiano even said it like during the game. Oh yeah, Shiano said, "Yeah, there's some things going on that uh, 
but it's like totally different if you catch on to the signs during the game versus like yeah knowing the signs and having them on a laminated fucking sheet and then every single time the offense looks over at the sideline you're like scouting down and then you're like you're like yep yep it's it <laughs> you know it's like well because when you already have a pregame like you already have the defense made up like for yeah. that certain play it goes back to franklin like saying dude it's fourth and two who's sitting in fucking cover two yeah <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to find I wish I bookmarked some of the stuff because dude my Twitter's just been filled with it. And it's uh what if they just come out and like lose their next game because they don't have the signs? What? What if they just like lose their next game because they no don't doubt know? that they're a good football team? Yeah, yeah. But it is interesting. I'll say this. So this started in 2021. In 2020, during the COVID year, they ducked playing Ohio State. Let's not forget this. They ducked. Penn State beat them, and they won like three games. No, no, no. This is what I'm saying. It was Jim Harbaugh's worst year. Worst year, and he ducked playing Ohio State. He did. Remember, and they said, what was the reasoning? Oh, like too many players have COVID. Yeah. We don't have, we don't have enough. No. It's because you don't, you're trying, you don't want to get your brakes beat off you for the fucking like how many years Ohio State's beat the brakes off Jim. And then they come back after a year off and all of a sudden they're beating the brakes off OSU. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely weird. You know, and all of a sudden like they're against the spread, like numbers like totally flip. Because it works for offense too. Like, yeah, I, I know. Like the defensive signals. Yeah, but it's obviously more focused on. The, yeah, yeah. They were, <clears throat> but like it's, it's dude, and it's like the the, the thing is, this Connor Stallions is going to take like all of it. Oh yeah, he's fucked. But, and he made all his demo transactions public of him paying the motherfuckers to go to the games. Yeah, I don't understand that either. Hey, bro, it's not like these games were, like, some, like, cheap games to go to. Like, the Penn State-Ohio State game, that ticket is expensive. And yeah. And bought two tickets on opposite sidelines. But imagine that. You're like, oh, yeah, I paid $300, too, and this kid next to me is just, like, recording the game and not even watching it. Well, that's what's going to come out, you know. Like, I'm interested to see where this comes. Because the Big Ten can crack down on Michigan before the NCAA cracks down on them. Yeah. But nothing's going to happen this season, though. No. We'll probably see Jim go to a fucking NFL. League. Yeah. I'm like trying to find some of the shit of uh I wanna find the Tennessee uh uh I wanna find the Tennessee blog post and read it to you. I didn't see that one. Okay. So this is Tennessee on Bull Quest. The date December first, twenty twenty two. So last Last year, when Tennessee was like making the playoff run, like they were like yeah. they were number they were number one in like the first playoff rankings. Oh, do I have a story on that? One of my little brother's friends is a scout for them. They paid for him to travel to the UT UT Vandy game. Had planned it before the loss, obviously, to try to steal our signs. He's from Nashville originally, so he just went anyway. Ever after our loss since it was Thanksgiving. Says he and the others are never allowed to talk to Harbaugh directly about it. 
bro. This was December first, twenty twenty two. Yeah, they were doing it after the COVID year, probably. No, well, that's when Stallions got on the staff. Was was uh twenty twenty one, but the Stallions guy. Wonder so, how everybody found out though. I don't. Well, they were being pretty obvious about it too. Yeah. Dude, motherfucker was in, on the front lines with a fucking laminated sheet every single time someone <laughs> looked at the sideline, you know? Yeah, you, you could have put him in the press box. Yeah, you you catch on to this shit. And then, dude, I'm trying to... So supposedly Stallions, before being on the staff, wrote a 600-page Michigan manifesto on, I, I, on like why he should be on the staff, I'm guessing. Jesus. So, like, what if, see, look, he's going to be the scapegoat in all this because they're going to be like, yeah, he he did this all on his own. Uh, he was just trying to make a name for himself. And, like, we were impressed with his work because somehow he knew all the team's signs. Yeah. <laughs> and he, They might get, like, a vacated wins or some shit. Like, stupid. Vacate? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, like, I'm waiting for, I can't wait for the documentary in a couple years. <clears throat> or, like... Uh, Harbaugh suspended for the first three games again. Dude, Harbaugh's going to the league. Yeah, he might. He might now. Harbaugh's going to go to the Bears. Either he or, Dude, the Bears are pulling someone from college this year. Dude, I'm uh, I'm trying to find some of this stuff on now. What's the next uh thing? Dude, we might need a whole episode just for the science dealing thing. Like, bring up all. <laughs> no, I'm not like maybe not an ep- like a short like a special episode on just that where yeah I, yeah like, have because there's, there's so much. Like, I just went on Twitter and during this time we've been on here, there's like stuff fucking like dropping. Yeah. So it's like, but uh, but next thing, give me your top four teams. Um, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan. Probably Oklahoma, Florida State, one of those two. Ohio State, Georgia. Uh, <clears throat> who's who? Ohio State. Michigan. Um, they're disqualified. Um, <laughs> Ohio State, Georgia, Washington, Washington. Oklahoma? Yeah, it's four. Weird. All right, week eight gambling. Sam went a whopping one and five. Terrible week. To move his record to 26, 19, and three. Those losses are catching up, Sam. I know, I know. Penn State money line miss. Oklahoma minus 19, miss. Duke plus 14 and a half, miss. Arkansas minus six. Clemens score a fucking touchdown. Miss. I mean, damn, bro. There's barely six points in that game. Seven, I know. seven to three. Ohio minus seventeen. Miss. Michigan minus twenty-four. W. Uh, I went two and two to move my record to eight and twelve. Michigan minus twenty-four hit. Clemson minus three. Miss. 
Mizzou minus seven, big dub. Uh, Iowa minus three and a half with the shaft of the year. Um, yeah. So talk to me about this week. What what you like? Well, Penn State minus thirty two. They covered every week except for last week, obviously. But I think they're just gonna run it up regardless and try and make them feel better. Uh, who's my next one? USC minus eleven. Yeah, they play Cal, and I don't know how they're not more than two touchdowns because Cal's freaking terrible. USC sucks. Okay, and then what? What's my next one? Kansas plus ten. Kansas plus ten. I think they just keep it close, but Oklahoma ends up winning in the end. Uh, what's my last one? UNC minus eleven. I think they blow the brakes off of uh, Georgia Tech's. So you have you have a couple get backs. You have three out yeah. of your four. Well, technically Kansas is a get back. So yeah, because they lost against Oklahoma State a week ago. So all four of your bets are coming off losses, outright losses. Yeah, <laughs> like up, like bad, like <laughs> crushing losses. <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll see we'll see how that plays out for you. Um, I have one play. I have one play and I like it a lot. Louisville minus four and a half against Duke. Um, Louisville coming off a bye. They're also coming off an outright loss. That's pretty bad loss. And uh Duke's coming off a pretty uh, you know, a loss against Florida State. Yeah. Quarterbacks hurt on the road at Louisville. I I'll take Louisville minus the points. I'll take Jeff Brom putting up some points against Duke as well. Yeah, I like that as well. Not taking it though. I like it. Um any 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 final remarks? No. All right. That's gonna wrap us up here at Ball Sticks and Fist, your favorite show. Without an outro. Peace.